Good morning, Toby and Merrill. Hi, can I speak to Kim, please? Uh, hold for one moment, please. Thank you. Toby and Merrill, this is Kim. How can I help you? Kim, it's Joey Jingola. Oh, how are you? Good. Hey, I was like, who is Kent, Ohio? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I do also know we work closely with a mortgage company and they have kind of a system for emails, but they pay like $100 an agent a month and they have like 30 agents. So it's like really expensive that a small agency of 12 people (laughs) can't really, can't really do. That's $36,000 worth of email. Thanks. That was my good friend. Kim Wood of Toby and Merrill Insurance in Hampton, New Hampshire, talking about, well, $36,000 worth of email, but really that's not the ultimate lesson here that we're really kind of getting after. It's this talking about different tools and their functionality and and what they cost. And yeah, they have a 12-person agency, and if they're spending, you know, uh, $100 a month for for 12 people, although I would probably argue that, you know, um, not every single person in the agency needs a $100 email tool, but who knows? Because, I mean, if it's $1,200 a month for, tw- you know, $100 a month per person, it's $1,200 for the month, or, you know, 14 some odd thousand dollars for the year, just for, again, an email tool, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a little insane, but I don't really know what the tool was. We didn't get into that much specifics, but I, I guess kind of the conversation I wanted to have today was just to address investing in the right and or necessary tools your agency deems necessary or deems viable, deems relevant. And uh, so, so often, again, I don't you know. I don't know that necessarily a hundred dollar email tool is, is the best example. But it's just again, it's insane, uh, thirty six thousand dollars. But if somebody's obviously spending that much on an email tool, they're making double or you know, potentially triple that uh, for what it is allowing them to do. And I guess I just I just want to have the conversation of valuing tools, resources, technology properly, and not being afraid of investing in something that might seem potentially ridiculously expensive on the surface, however, could unlock a level of potential and ability that might you know be dramatically underestimated because the fewer things that you have at your disposal the the less ability you have to communicate with your clients and prospects the harder it becomes to stay top of mind but it works because it has because 
I just happen to get my mortgage through them. So I get an email if like something happens, like an event happens, or so I get at least like one email. So it's keeping them on top of mind, which is the whole point of it. There's something, probably a lot to be said for sending the right message at the right time and you know to the right person. And that's what Kim is saying she's experiencing from this bank that she has her mortgage from that it's in town and you know it is triggered by events so she's noticing you know relevancy you know in terms of getting a piece of communication when something has happened and then you know kind of allowing that communication to speak to her in a way that almost feels a little scary and that's you know that's powerful you know stuff you can't underestimate your ability to send that right message at the right time and what that will ultimately do and again not exactly sure around the circumstances or the specifics of 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 this example in, in which her bank hit her with the message but again just thinking about it from an insurance state of mind what what we're dealing with there is again whether it's you know events right renewals whether it's birthdays whether it's um you know maybe adding a driver a teenage driver that might fall under birthdays who knows when i guess the the teenager is getting the license uh just thinking of you know random things but anything that you know would be a reason to to communicate with them or even you know worse cancellations uh things like that to where you can more proactively or more um, quickly communicate certain things and uh, that is again back to where kim's saying this kind of works because they they stay top of mind they're always available and, and i think it's i think it's a level beyond top of mind per se and there is a you know you could question what what is the what is the value or the cost of being that first person to get that first shot and you know, I don't know. I can make the argument that, you know, if, if, if they're asking a question, you know, when they ask that question, right, to, to be top of mind, if, if, if they're going to go to Google and, and ask a question and then you show up in the search at the top, is that ultimately top of mind in today's sort of world? I don't know. Just playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying that's that's right or wrong. I'm just, just curious. Just thoughts. Something to think about. Something to think about. Consider. But if you are able to deliver those messages at the right time to the right person well then you know do you do you give yourself that much better of a chance to continue to keep that sale or to actually continue to try and earn that sale i guess that's up to you it's not it's not for everybody but Regardless of where your agency is at, regardless of the tools that you have, regardless of how many events you can trigger emails for, you have to start with the tools that are available and ready for you right now. So right now I'm just using MailChimp. Once a month I pull emails from our system of any new clients and do it that way right now. We kind of, we do one email a month right now just to see how the process works and how people react to it. But we haven't kind of put it to our prospects or any of that part yet. So, so slowly through, but surely. 
Uh, yes, the pulling of the list. And if you actually remember, and I guess I can't believe I forgot about this, but if you remember the first two episodes, Kim was on The Problem No One Can Solve, part one and part two. And that was all about, you know, the integration, the lack of integrations we have with management systems and current databases to where Kim has to actually manually pull these lists and then import into MailChimp and then create, you know, lists based on that as opposed to, you know, $36,000 worth of email where you would hope those sorts of activities aren't taking place. And maybe that's a thing for the, you know, the banking world, the, the mortgage world. I don't know. I, I don't frequent it, but whatever the case is, is being able to more efficiently pull that information to send it out quickly and effectively to where the only time that is really taking is the amount of time it takes you to think of the segment that needs to receive, again, that right message at the right time to say, I want to communicate to this specific group of people, maybe five clicks of a button, and that's reality. And you're only communicating to those people. When you can get that hyper, you know, kind of targeted and focused, that increases the response and the effectiveness because it feels like you are directly talking to them as to as opposed to the more general it gets, the more removed that they become from the message and the less they are inclined to actually take action on the thing. And that's really where we're after. Again, okay, yes. Where we're going with this is, you know, yeah, all right. Kim's agency isn't spending $100 per person or $1,200 a month for a thing, but guess what? That's not stopping Kim because there's MailChimp and that works and it definitely works. Uh, That's what we use at Agency Nation to send emails out. And uh, it definitely will work and she's gonna gonna, check the list. She's gonna pull it once a month. She's gonna send out information to you know new clients through that they're doing it once a month they're kind of testing the waters it is a slow go however you know maybe maybe you know maybe they could um maybe put the put the foot down just a little bit more on the gas as to expanding out rolling it out to you know maybe something beyond just new clients focusing on some type of lead nurturing for prospects people that haven't bought uh, some type of automation, some type of, of workflow or sequences that will rapidly improve or increase your ability to, again, stay in front of those people that have not bought from you yet. But again, that's not, I mean, it's not a huge deal. Kimmy, again, you want to take advantage of what's available to you. And it really doesn't matter where you start. It's just as long as you start and get after that thing. Because too often, you know, we let those excuses, we let the $100 a month that the, the, the bank is, is spending for 30 people and sending $36,000 worth of email deter us and say, well, I don't have that, so how could I possibly do anything? And, well, all right, that, yeah, sure. Uh, but that's like saying, well, I'm just, you know, I'm not really driving around in a Rolls Royce, so... This Toyota Corolla, it's just not going to do it for me. And as much as a Toyota Corolla as MailChimp is, uh, you still need to get from point A to point B. It's just a matter of how comfortable you think or want to be doing it. But at the end of the day, no matter what, regardless of if it's 
$36,000 worth of email or whether it's a free MailChimp account, you're certainly getting from point A to point B. All right, it is time to own up to the one food item that is generally reserved for your children, but you cannot, for whatever reason, help yourself from consuming in probably excessive quantities. I don't know what it is, it's just there, you gotta own up to it. Because, I mean, we're all bad parents from time to time, and yeah, guess what? They're not gonna starve, but they just might miss it for a couple, you know, you're, you know it's when that time you're just kinda, a little low, it's you haven't been to the grocery store, and you just it's just sitting there, you're like, Well, it's easy, and it's kind of a thing. Me, string cheese all day long, I can't help it, I don't know what it is, just like yoink, it's it's gonna be a thing. I don't know what it is, I don't know. I feel terrible about it, it's not, I'm not something that I'm proud of, but but what is the thing that you would just unabashedly have to steal because it's in the house? You really wouldn't buy it for yourself if you didn't have children. Uh, but because you do, and because it is there, well, I mean, you know, you might as well have just one little moment of, of happiness when it comes to advantages of having children. I mean, you sit there, you pound it like a bowl of tricks or something, maybe you go even further, hit the Count Chocula a little bit, I don't know, I'm not really sure what really tickles your fancy, but I'm curious, because I'm sure we all have something that we... You know, again, just, oh man, these kids are flying through it like crazy. You know, you maybe make the excuse to your wife or your your significant other uh, as to, you know, how something might disappear so rapidly with, you know, tiny little human beings. Granted, they do seem to eat like uh, garbage disposal sometimes, but, you know, you just kind of blame it on them. Maybe that's even worse. Maybe that's like the worst thing to do is just not to, you know, own up to the fact that, that you, you know, knock down more than half of the thing. And so, man, I don't know what, just these kids are just can't keep food in the house. I don't know. I don't know. Spring cheese. What are you going to do? <laughs> Anyways, Joey at agencynation.com. I'm curious what your item is that you just can't help yourself. If you are ready to own up to, I don't know, doing something positive in your agency and not having things, I don't know, this is going nowhere. Elevate 2019 is going to happen March 24th, 25th, 26th in New Orleans, Louisiana. Head on over to elevateconference.com. Uh, advanced ticket sales are rapidly approaching uh, to where they will no longer be available to you. So you're going to want to go ahead and make sure that you take advantage of the uh, best ticket price possible for Elevate 2019. See what discounts you possibly apply for, whether you're a returning attendee, uh, whether if you're a Big Eye member, or whether you are a Agency Nation University member, all sorts of nice little discounts. So head on over to elevateconference.com to check it out.